So the series we are getting into is called Dawe. And this one is really dear to my heart. We are talking about some of the most hot topics showing that what showing what culture stands for and what the Bible reveals to be true. Boom. You see, culture believes truth to be relative, always changing. But the world, the word shows us that in fact truth is absolute. Boom. That no matter how messed up the world gets, we can trust that truth will remain just that. Definitely. Now grab a seat, toss up them feet as we dive into this week with Tozy Wozies. And this what? is just talking. Uh oh. Hey, it's your boy Trevor. Hey yo. Hey y'all. Oh. D. And Nikki G. And this is just talking. Quit undulating. What? <laughs> That's gonna be such a sick start, bro. I'm so feeling that. That's so dope. What's up, y'all? This is just talking. We're doing a rotation on the hot seat question, so everyone is gonna get asked a hot seat, hot seat question. Express. Wow. Like oh, that. I thought we were in order of talking, and I like freaked out. We might have like think mine got YouTube well, confused. A, a yeah. T a k l n. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that a word? What? Uh, let's have Corey go first. We'll go All right. On. Leon. Mm. One question. Okay. One hard question. Super tough. Ready? How do you honor? Oh, I guess it's a two-part question. How oh do you? Gosh. How do you honor yourself? And how do you neglect yourself? How do I honor myself? And how do I neglect myself? Neglect? Yes, sir. Man, I need to get a different question because we're really stupid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we're doing these kind of questions. Yeah. Um, the way I honor myself, um, I always support others. Isn't that honoring others? But that's how I honor myself by helping others. Got it. Hey, this is his question. My bad. No, I'm, sorry. This was I'm my so question. sorry. I actually feel bad. Yeah, bro. If he wants a word to life best, let him be. <laughs> The way I neglect myself, it's a double-edged sword. Because the way I neglect myself is also by helping others. Because sometimes I don't help myself. Boom. Oh, solid. I pour a lot into others. And sometimes I forget to, forget to neglect to pour into myself as well. Mm. I see you looking at me. No, no, what I imagine. I'm sorry. No, what I imagine. When, like, I don't know if y'all ever do this. I just know as a kid, you get like the vacuum hose. And you go, ah! And you scream one in. You try to shut it. <laughs> Oh, is it when you try to like ah? You, you shut the thing. That's how you pour it to yourself, plate. bro. Ah! I'm trying to be like, oh wait, let me listen back by stream. <laughs> no, it's uh, right. ah! Um. Ah! Oh wait. Now Leon, you ask. All right. Ah. Well, if I had known we asked these kind of questions, I would have asked this, but I already have a question mark. <laughs> All five of us are in a boat. Mm-hmm. There's only two life vests. <laughs> and you're wearing one of them. Dude, and all these questions Why am I people have died. So you can only save one. You're person. wearing one because it's literally attached onto you. You have no choice. Which one of us do you save? I know I'm dying. Keep in mind. Keep Dude, in just, mind. Just let me die. I deserve for my last answer. <laughs> keep in mind. Shout out Beck. Have... I'll see my mom and Beck in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny answer. So which one of you five I would save? Yeah. One you have one life vest to give out. Niggas like <laughs> I double up. <laughs> I could have made this question a lot. I guess this is just gonna be just just N. <laughs> Justin. Oh, that's kinda cool. Yeah, Justin. Justin. Four members of Just Talking Have Die. Okay. What's what's the situation after? What do you mean situation after? So what happens after we survive? What? 
Are we on like a stranded island or what? You're going back to the world. Yeah. Oh. To land. To, you know, to carry on the world of rumbling. To your relationship. Can I just take myself out of this situation? Because if you let me survive, then it's going to be just like white supremacy. I just want to know what's on the other side of the ocean. It don't matter. The other three majority. It don't matter. Is it paradise? Is it Marley? Marley? Parley? Marley. All right, Nick. We need an answer. Um... Oh, it's tough. I don't know. Wait, save Io, please. <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> that, 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 it's just, a, it's just fun. We have a chance. <laughs> we have a chance for swimming. He has a bad ankle. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be kicking and joking. <laughs> you know what? And he goes down. I'm gonna drag his arm. Me and Trevor both going. Bye, Nick. Five, four, three, two. Leon. What? Why? Because I need a nursing friend. That's smart. I'm a. I'll Word. spend way too much time drowning. <laughs> Don't drink the salt water. <laughs> All right, Nick. Oh. Um, Nick is asking me now. Yes. What is... There it is. That's absolutely ridiculous. It's not even me, and I got one now. Crazy. Oh, you're trying to flex? Do what? I have Apple Watch? What is... Okay. What is one area in your life that you want to improve the most this year? Dang. Ooh. Man, are y'all asking these good questions? Mine's not good. Don't worry, I'm with you. Thank you. Um, the place where I want to see the most development this year, I want Third to world get countries. better. Not <laughs> me. I'll get better at being patient, listening, not always fixing, and being slow to anger. That's something where I, I feel it's like a big I'm one. Thinking. Yeah, it's hard. Oh God. Not easy. Carla Mouse. There you go. I'm working on it. I was testing. Put up, well, how'd you get the crackers again? Ah, <laughs> anger. All right. Io. This question I think is going to say a lot about you. So be careful on how you answer it. When you walk in a room, what would your theme song be? So every time you walk in a room, a theme song is going to play. What do you pick? That's going to be some lame, too. <laughs> And I need you. Oh, play like oh, yeah. play that play that Naruto uh Naruto theme song though. We are fighting dreamers. <laughs> Alright, so what would your theme song be? Hmm. No, that's a good one. That is hard. Or you can do the one piece one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'm sexy and I know it. Or Rob, what does the fox say just to confuse people? Just get away. Dude, that's a honestly, I'm just gonna go basic here and just Rocky's theme song. Rocky. I have the tiger. Oh, oh. It's the I have the tiger. It's a thrill okay. of the fight. Are you trying to hurt someone? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ask Corey now. Woo! Okay, Corey. My question final is this: question. I thought about what we're gonna be discussing in the podcast, and I decided to target. That. When are you divorced? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, spoilers. I'm not even going to ask about when you're getting married. I'm not doing that. Because I will be too. Wait, okay. can I say something? <laughs> can I, before I ask, our, uh, most of y'all know we, we reference him a lot on the podcast. Kevin, uh, all, majority of our small group leader at some point or a mentor. He was like, dude, y'all really just left Corey out to dry. On those, on those oh, hot bro, seats, dude, we got the crazy. worst of it. He did. That's uh, what happened. Well, yeah, I, it's okay. Because he went ask. Okay, ask, I, I, ask now. Let's see what you give him. Okay. 
Oh, I'm not gonna do them like that. That was that was last. I'm not gonna do my job. I'm gonna do it. Worse. That was last series. Yeah, that was last series. Go for it. All right, Corey. My question is this, <laughs> and we're not talking about biblical. We're not talking about. Uh, oh, good lord. Oh god. <laughs> we're not talking about you know what everyone would say. Got to put the like no, no, no. In a relationship, what is that? What's that word? That like just something that is a no go immediately calls for a breakup. Red flag. Red flag. A red flag. If but we're not, we're, not, we're not talking about... So, <laughs> we're not talking about any, like, the obvious ones. Like, she's not she's not saved. Let's say she's saved. She has everything you're looking for. But what's that one red flag? Is that cheating obvious? Cheating is obvious. Okay, cheating is obvious. She's married. <laughs> That's... <laughs> oh, no, okay, all right. One red flag. One red flag for me. Um, oh, she likes one punch. Not one punch. Uh, what's that? Sh- uh, piece. Death piece. Death note? Dead no, no. What's the one that he watches? One piece. That's crazy. The one he watches is one piece? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, the one red flag for me <laughs> if, if, I, if I was okay, basically. Dating red flag is what that is. Weak ankles. Right. She likes she likes mushrooms. Weak knees. Oh, bro. Um dating red flag red flag. Uh <laughs> I want I want to say one that's unorthodox. Um, Stop. <laughs> she looks like me. She what well, you don't want to date someone that looks like me, would you? Depends. What? Huh? She... It depends. We're actually getting really good at fillers. Dude, that's really that's, <laughs> that's a hard question. A hard oh, question? Yeah. She has seven toes. No, well, no. I'll, <laughs> do, <laughs> I'll do nine. Bro, I'll do ten. Bro, I'll do that's six. Crazy. She seven? She'd be stupid fast. What? You? Hey, she's just She'd be running in a circle, though, because she's missing those toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Corey. All right. Red flag. Red flag. Here it is. Boom. If she, she doesn't have a good relationship with her family. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. That's that's not necessarily not that's not necessarily like breaking up grounds, but that is a red flag. Like I should look at something to be mindful of. Yeah, that's that's like sometimes what, this, these are your red flags. Yeah, I guess. So, sometimes <laughs> it could be it could be parents' fault. So there could be other yeah. yeah. But if she's the cause of it, is what you're saying. Or if she's a very uh, what's the word? What's the word? Unwilling. Um, not pompous. What's the... Cocky. Prideful. She's 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 just all about herself. Got it. Uh, yeah. Uh, self-centered. 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 Narcissistic. Self-centered. Narcissistic. Self-centered. Um. Yeah. Anyways, that's my red. That's my red flag, guys. You know what's funny about red flags? Oh. Most of the red flags you don't want in your life are some things you've experienced already. Whether in your life or from yourself. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk. <laughs> How can it be? <laughs> so, Nate, what is this episode oh, about? We're not cutting it? I thought we are cutting it. Do you want to cut it? We can cut it. Wait, are we still recording? All right. Cut it. What's that, Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> now we're keeping it. Yo! <laughs> All right, what is, what are we doing here? All right, so to kick us off. Who's talking? Me. Bang, bang, bang. The end. Stupid. And Justin. Oh, yeah. Plant, that's, that's a double entendre. <laughs> Call me an F. What is that a quadruple entendre? <laughs> so you can't be Eminem yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A lot of anger. <laughs> There's no such thing as a quadruple entendre. No, there is. No, there's not. <laughs> Bro, you're Nick, Okay. What is our topic? Here it is. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. Okay. 
So <laughs> this week's topic, <laughs> we're talking about divorce. Ooh. Damn, why'd you? Why'd you? Divorce! Or you you just, gotta say it with authority. You gotta make sure. Because I had to talk over these two. Booms. We're being quiet. I'm listening. Um, so we're going to go over what the world says about divorce first. And then we're going to talk about what the Bible says, which is going to be the majority of what we're going to be talking about. What? What is happening? Sorry, so, Corey. The world. It's always this man. It's this guy. The things, dude. It's the thing. <clears throat> A quadruple entendre means the entire phrase must have four different meanings. Different sections mean different things. Isn't the same thing. Thank you, Mary Monster. Can you show me one Eminem lyric that has a quadruple entendre? And Stop. I'll admit you're right. Stop. Okay. <laughs> let's let's later. We'll, we'll go the real say, please stand up. I, I think uh, I think quadruple entendre may have been a joke, but he definitely has triple entendres. 100%. So divorce. <laughs> Still divorce? Oh, oh so divorce. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, um. What the world thinks about divorce. Yeah. Do we all want to say something that we like? Yeah, let's, let's all jump in. Okay. okay. We'll let you go first. Well, I, okay. So I looked up the definition of divorce, and it is the process of terminating a marriage or a marital union. Um, and then I also looked up some facts. So U.S. has a divorce rate of fifty percent as of last year. Insane. Is that and like? Well, do you know if that includes like interracial couples or just? I have no couples? idea. I just. Okay. I, I think it's all couples. I think it's all couples. I don't think they would just um, do like. Does that include Christian couples as well? Yeah, Christian. It includes everybody. All couples. All couples. Hey, I feel like I should say this now. I've been thinking about it since Trevor made a made a made a comment on it off mic. Look, if she has, if she doesn't have a good relationship with any family member, like she's like okay. my extended family's trash, my main family's trash. You can you can be like, dude, what's going on? I thought it was a different comment. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Ray. All right. Um, okay. Wow. So I also looked up something else. So this includes all couples. Okay. The divorce mm-hmm. rate for couples who do not have sex before marriage is 5%. Yo. Guess what the divorce rate is for someone who has sex before marriage with at least one partner. It's got to be 95. 95? 20. 20%. And then it just skyrockets from there. Whoa. Dude. So the more sexual escapades you have outside of a wedding the higher chance for a divorce because yeah. like i like escargots but like <laughs> most so, people know divorce as quote-unquote falling out of love oh so that's okay. that's like the main reason for divorce yeah not like the main reason but it's a big it's one of the reasons it's one of the reasons okay. i just don't love you anymore there is yeah. what do you mean sandra a <laughs> Um, statistic. I'm gonna see if I can find it. But going off of statistics on divorce, um, couples with two different religions. So whether that is Christian, Muslim, it could be atheist, Christian, mm-hmm. it could be Christian and Buddhist. But couples with different religions have a three times more likely chance of getting divorced than a couple with the same religion. So that's not even talking about. Let's say like one person is it. Let's say both Christians are. You know, both like Christians, quote unquote, one of them is pursuing their faith, the other one is lukewarm. But Christians with or one religion and another religion, they're three times more likely to be divorced. Um, is that was that it for yours? What for your like definition stuff? Yeah, I think just kind of hopping on that because um, we could talk about like what the world thinks about it. But I think the world, and I think part of the reason I'm sure we'll talk about this later is because of how we date. But we think that 
dating and marriage are, are similar, right? And so we're okay. The world says that marriage is not the marriage. Yeah, marriage is like a road, and when there's a bump in it, you can just exit. You know what I mean? Like you just get off. It's like a highway, I guess. You know what I mean? You when there's a bump on a highway. When there's a problem, right? You you get off, and so I think the world has this like common conception. Well, when I date and I find an issue with someone, then I just leave, and that's what's oh. getting leaked into on marriages is something happens, whether it's they quote unquote fall out of love, which I don't think love is an emotion, but I'll talk about it later. But they fall out of love. They um oh goodness gracious they fall out of love or there's some issue whatever it could be it could be a hundred different issues but they they see that and they're just not willing to work on it they're not willing mm -hmm. to pursue it and so then they leave uh just to follow the statistic that you are looking for i found it Thank right you. here it says when the evangelical marries a non-evangelical the divorce rate climbs to 50 percent. 61 percent of evangelicals who marry someone that is not mm -hmm. religious will find themselves divorced at some point so that's crazy. more than half. That's crazy. That's a high rate. Yeah. Very high rate. Yeah. And it even says like, even then goes on, like it says like interfaith marriage, which is like uh, someone with uh, someone of like a Christian religion versus someone without Christian religion. Mm. Interfaith marriages tend to have higher divorce rates than any other marriages. That's divided that's for yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. Like I think even like I saw, I saw a statistic. That said, I think like atheists had like the lowest divorce rate. Really? really? Yeah, I think so. There's there's a there's a site that we'll, we'll see if we can yeah find that. Um, um, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go for it. Go for it. Uh, I I think I, I didn't look, I didn't look at any, any statistics on this, and I think you know Trevor and Nick pretty much covered all I would say. Um, but divorce in a household with children, um, they. They, they, especially, especially young children, they adopt that mindset of, oh, this is how a relationship is supposed to be. For sure, um, yeah. If it doesn't work out, or if I don't know, basically, if there's if there's a little issue, divorce is fine. Yeah, there's no problem, exceptions. and I can keep and I can keep, you know, I can keep remarrying, I can keep divorcing, <laughs> um, and that's that's just kind of sad. When when it, when it kind of all boils down to if the people in in the marriage would just sit down, um. And actually attempt, try, pursue to fix the marriage. That'll that 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 alone. I feel that's this is a personal, I guess, for opinion, sure. Like whatever, yeah. um, would would cut the, the the divorce rates by like a third. I feel because <laughs> because talking talking it and actually looking up a couple, you know, people who who have been divorced. You know, it turns out later their spouse is like, if you would have just tried, you know, yeah, I didn't actually mm -hmm. want you to go, but it's too late now. It's it's scary thinking about people always ask me like why does it matter? Let's say like if I'm a Christian and she's not, why does that matter? And I'm like, well, do you believe that? Um, do you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior? And if you don't believe in Him, you're going to go to hell. If you don't give your life to Him, you're going to go to hell. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. So one, you're going to marry someone that that you're saying is going to end up in hell, but also you need someone that's going to fight for your children. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like growing up right now is super hard. And if you don't have two parents who love the Lord, yeah. I'm not letting my kids go to hell. Like that's not something I'm going to let, you know, let happen. I'm, I need, I need a teammate there. You know what I mean? And so yeah, when, yeah. It, when it comes to interracial, not interracial, I'm sorry, interfaith, interfaith um, relationships where it's different. Don't, don't look at me, Corey. When it comes to interfaith relationships, um, <laughs> Like the reason why you want to to marry someone, and I think this is like a um, 
Sorry, Corey and Corey and Nick are really excited. They're having a moment. Interracial. <laughs> Which I love. But I think one of the reasons why we're doing this episode is is somewhat of a, a warning sign. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, we we don't want there to be one divorce because not only is it is it troublesome on you, it's troublesome on your partner, it's troublesome mm-hmm. on the families, it's troublesome on the children, and no one wins in a divorce. Yeah. Everyone loses. Yep. You know what I mean? Or a divorce lawyer. Um, and, and, the, and the deviled enemy. Yeah, exactly. And so this is, I think this episode is like a forewarning. Hey, we yeah. want to shed light on this. We mm-hmm. want to, um, we want to reverse this, this um, stigma, this stigma. We're, we're going to address why, we're, we're going to address why it's not okay yeah. for the large majority of the world to think that divorce is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. 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 In every situation, yeah. in any situation. And even like what the world says about divorce <clears throat> The world doesn't per se necessarily say that divorce is, is a good thing either, right? Um, I think I think society doesn't does they don't put it in a good light, you know. But um, and I think you know our Zane and and Pastor Mike and and we've heard this so many times, like, but being being compromised, they give it allowance. They give it allowance, yeah. right? Um, yeah, thank you. That's actually what exactly what I was trying mm. to say, but like the society nowadays is kind of like instead of saying they don't they don't glorify it but they're at the same time like hey it's fine yeah it's totally okay it's 2022 yeah. that's yeah, perfectly yeah, like fine. if you don't love yeah. your partner if you got issues with your partner here's the easy way out mm-hmm. you can divorce yeah you know and it's not necessarily like they're trying they're trying to glorify it and they're not necessarily saying like oh it's an evil thing but they're essentially allowing it to happen they're allowing it to be like hey it's that's totally horrible. okay they're, this is, they're yeah they're, they're trying to normalize it yeah yeah which I think that's a big view of what the world does for divorce. And that's, we see it because we can see it in so many medias nowadays, yeah. like mm-hmm. through TV shows, movies. We see a lot of divorce, Dude, divorces, trying, right? Yeah. We, we see breakups happen. For sure. it's, it's become a normal thing now. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of unfortunate. Even uh, amongst, I know we got to, you know, we got to keep it short, but uh, even amongst celebrities, if, if you just look at like any actor, random people, you know, It'll, it'll say like you know Google will let you know, like oh married from 2001 to 2013 yeah. you know oh, yeah. and yeah. and it's gotten to the point where like bro I almost don't bat an eye at it anymore and you know, and, sure. that, and that's not yeah. okay because yeah. that's that's the amount of trauma and heartbreak that goes that like, comes from that like you expect it yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah it's not look if you think it here's here's a, a thing um listen to this this sermon from the porch and they did this and I want you guys to think about this okay. Um, and we can even raise our hands right now. We could do a quick little test. But so think about friends you have or parents, whatever that you know, how many of them are divorced, right? You can think of a couple, a decent amount. You have a friend or you know someone, right? But when you think about, no. okay, so you have one parent, right? And so in this room, is it cool? Like you've talked about like your parents. Yeah, I was actually right? going to talk about it. Okay. So in this room right now, there's four, no five of us. No there's five of us, right? <laughs> so out of the five, so one out of five um, of us, our parents are divorced, right? Y'all are any of y'all's grandparents divorced? No. Yeah. Oh, they never got married. So that's a different topic. Uh, no. Huh. Oh, no. Well, on, on one side, just one side. So, know. but but like, so what I'm trying to say here is, so one out of five, okay, is our divorce rate for our parents, but our grandparents with Corey with the situation, it's one out of ten, right? Mm-hmm. As our generations are getting, you know, less and less, like as they're as time is progressing, the divorce rate is getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Um, there, there is a scripture. I actually wanted to read it when we did the intro and I completely spaced it. But I think this series and what we are doing here 
and we can move on after this or we can let Iowa go. I'm sorry. Um, but the, yeah. Um, but like kind of what I think this series is encapsulated perfectly is in the encapsulated. I think I used that right. It's in the, (laughs) the verse Romans 12 two. it says, do not be conformed by the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you might be able to test and approve that or prove what God's will is Mm. his good, pleasing and perfect will. So pretty much this series is we don't care what the world says. We don't care the patterns they give us because we're going off of what the Lord said. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, I'm sorry. I'll. Okay. So I'm going to make sure I do this every single series. No, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do every series, I'm going to do a little culture versus Bible. Get that relative versus absolute truth on. So, I'm going to go over It's almost the... like you wrote the intro. Oh, my gosh. Who did that? Who did that? Oh, little me. Okay. So, what I'm going <laughs> to go into is the three points I brought down for culture. And then later on, when we start getting into the absolute truth of it all, I'm going to be bringing up the three points that the Bible brings up. But the culture point, we've all been talking about it. Culture believes you can't fall out of love. So, now their viewpoint of love is relative. It depends mm-hmm. on the situation. It's skewed. It's skewed. So, there's yeah, no such word. thing as an absolute love. Next one, divorce is commonplace and accepted. Like we said, it's been accepted as well as it's a get out of free card. When things start going bad, you're like, all right, it's time for me to skedaddle out of the situation. I better go do something else in case, you know, find myself a younger woman, a more, I'm going to stop right there. All right. And then the next thing is marriages for the older generation and out of date. We have a lot of younger people in our generation who are like, you know what, what's the point of getting married when you can just live with the person yeah. and have the same kind of accommodations. Yeah. So now marriage in itself is no longer viewed as an endpoint, but as a means for the older generation. So this yeah. is how the culture is skewing it and changing what marriage was meant for. And yeah. then I'll go back to what it's meant for later on. Um, Before before we cut it off or, or go into the next portion, um, I do want to want to mention this. And I think I think we should set this as a disclaimer for every episode. Um, guys, we started off with our jokes. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we're going into this, you know, if, 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 if divorce is something that you're currently going through, either with your family or you yourself, um, and you know, in these next upcoming episodes of this series, they will be hot topics. And so mm-hmm. if this is something you're going through, um, just know, yeah, we, we are taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. And when, when we, when we speak about biblical truth, that's something we don't mess around with. We don't joke around with, yeah. um, and uh, and I guess I'm putting you guys on the spot. I've, we've we've never done this before, but it, you know, um, if y'all guys do have prayer requests over that or you, over anything really, um, feel free to you know shoot us a DM and, mm-hmm. and yeah, and, and we'll be just talking. Yeah, we'll be praying over that. We'll be praying over you guys. Um, and and we we care about y'all. It's not just yeah. like a you know we don't care who's behind the mic type deal but uh or who's behind the i guess the airphones in this case for sure but yeah we care about you guys we love y'all um and and we're with y'all um to end off this section i was gonna just say my personal experience with um my parents going through divorce for sure um so growing up my view of a relationship was like court said skewed because my parents they never kissed, never hugged. Oh wow! They rarely told each other they loved each other, and they fought all the time. So, when I would go see other parents or see my next door neighbor, uh, his name's Brian. He's my roommate now. His parents, 
our leaders in the church back home and I see all that, I was like confused. I was like, why, why are his parents doing that? And my parents aren't. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just messed up my view on a relationship. And then we did a whole nine yards, like went to counseling, talked about all that, just didn't work out. So, um, and I was really confused. I didn't know if it was my fault or not. Obviously it's not, but I was just like a confused kid. And it was, yeah. it was really hard to, to watch my parents go through that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you, would you, uh, not to, you don't have to, uh -huh. but would you want to talk about maybe your parents' religion or religious standing or lack yeah. of, I don't know. So, as far we never went to church, but they they did believe in God, but they weren't active believers. Mm -hmm. For sure, mm -hmm. as I would say, yeah. At the time, Thanks. my dad is a believer now. That's awesome. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Shout out, Mister. That's actually the reason he went to. Yeah. to I church. say Mister Thicky, but. <laughs> yeah. No. The OG. The OG Thicky. My my parents getting a divorce was the reason my dad went to church. Wow. So sometimes. God yeah. can take what's meant for evil and turn it to good. Who mm -hmm. said that? Who's Hell Song? Thinky Senior. Ah, no jokes. Uh, okay. All right. So we just talked about um, what the world views on divorce, um, kind of how like they normalize it and say it happens, you know. Um, but now we're going to take a deep dive into what the Bible has to say about divorce. Oh. Mm -hmm. Um, so Lee, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, so the verse that I actually wanted to share is in Malachi chapter two, verse 16. Um, and it says this, and this is God speaking right now. For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel, and him who covers his garment with wrong, says the Lord of hosts. So take heed to your spirit that you do not deal treacherously. Now, I mean, like, to me, this just, like, it's very clear-cut simple, where it's just, like, God very clearly telling us how he does not like divorce, right? Yeah. Um, and even in, in other versions, you'll always see, it, it says, I hate divorce. I hate divorce. You know, like, it's not, it's not even just, like, oh, you're using this version. Like, in every other version, he kind of, he basically says it one way or another, that he hates divorce. You know, and it just kind of goes to show you, like, how seriously, like, how serious this topic of divorce is, yeah. you know, like, and how, how grave it is to, of a decision to make when yeah. you decide to divorce mm -hmm. someone. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's a, it's a big thing, like, not only in, in biblical terms, but even it, under God's eyes, like, he views this so, as a very serious topic, as a very For grave sure. topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, before before I start, uh, before I share my verse with you guys, um, in kid life, that's basically like where we serve uh, with you know uh, kids who are in the fifth grade and below, fifth grade mm -hmm. and younger, mm -hmm. um, or really first to fifth grade. Anyways, they are going through this 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 programming where um, they they are watching a, a Bible video, um, and every week it starts off with this book is alive, and you know it's referencing the Bible. Because it's it's still speaking to this day, um, and it's and it applies to every situation. And um, I'm like really, I'm really seeing that um, tonight when when you know in, in our discussion about divorce, uh, because we we've taken a break, we've taken intermissions, you know, and just discussed amongst ourselves. And um, we've just got we've like tonight alone, we've we've gathered further 
um, information, further further understanding on divorce and the grounds for divorce. Now, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw throw it back way to Genesis. Um, if you join me, Genesis chapter one verses twenty seven. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him, male and female. He created them. So with this part alone, um, man is in some way, shape, or form a reflection of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Verse twenty eight. God blessed them, and God said to them. Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish on or the fish of. And I, I can't finish the rest of the verse. I screenshotted it. Um, <laughs> but but uh, but that kind of that kind of says uh, that kind of gets my point across for, for what, I'm, what I'm speaking on. Yeah. Um, and if you go to Genesis chapter two, verse is. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, come on, come on. Sorry, guys. My Bible app refreshed. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, Genesis uh, chapter 2, verses 18. Um, then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. Um, and out of the ground, you know, it, it goes on to say out of the ground, ground basically God formed every animal, every bird, and brought them to Adam for, you know, for Adam to name them, you know? Yeah. Um, but none of these, none of these animals were suitable. Um, so God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, Adam, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs, um, you know, just one of his spare ribs that he had, uh, and closed up the, I had to put that in. I, I had to put that in, um, and closed up the flesh at that place. And the Lord God fashioned into a woman, the rib, which he had taken from the man and brought her to the man. Then the man said, at last, this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife. And they, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked, but they were not ashamed. This describes the covenant of marriage. Um, they shall become one. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, they should. Be, they shall become one. Um, and then, you know, of, of, of course, you know, this is this is the perfect image of what God intended marriage to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a union, um, something that that lasts is everlasting. Um, however, that's not how our world or how our world sees it today, for sure. So, yeah. um, we're gonna be dropping some heat in the next in the upcoming minutes. So, um, so. We were stuck on a verse for a while. We had some confusion. We we kind of spent like the last hour talk, talking amongst ourselves, talking hmm. to our pastors. Um, and the verse is uh, Matthew nineteen nine, and it says, "And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery." So the reason why we had confusion on this, we all had different initially interpretations on divorce in like let's say christian life so some of us it was a hard no some of us it was well it's okay in certain situations and Contingent, so yeah con- yeah these contingencies and it's a good word oh, <laughs> no it's good i like it um and so the reason we're having these issues is okay it says um you know we see verses where obviously god states how much he hates marriage 
he created marriage, you know what I mean? And it's perfect and it's amazing and it's loving. It's but, something that should reflect him. Yes. The yes. love that he gives. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so we were so confused on this. And so we ended up calling our pastor, Tark. We may put um, some audio clips in later. But Tark really gave us this understanding of this verse and another verse we're going to talk about in a little bit. But with this verse, what you have to understand is um, back in the time of it was Moses. And I believe if you look a couple verses before Nick, I think it talks about it. Moses's law. Yeah. Can you read that? What, what verse? Where, where, does it, where oh. it talks about Moses. Uh, Moses's law. It should be right about it. They said to him, why then did Moses command one to give a certificate of divorce and send her away? So in the Old Testament, there was Moses created the law about, I believe it, it was adultery, right? So if a, if a woman yeah. cheats on the husband, adultery, not adultery is allowed. Divorce is allowed. But what this was is it was a protection. So let's say the husband kept cheating on the wife. It protects the wife from being constantly abused in this marriage, right? Now, this is not a get out of jail card, right? It's not saying if there is um, adultery, if there is um, sexual immorality in this marriage, you have this get out of jail free pass. That's not what it's saying. What it's saying is there's protection for those who are constantly being abused. Now, there's also a verse, um, and we're gonna touch on it in a second, but Corey, you know, we were talking, you know, we, we really just had this really long conversation about it. And Corey actually reminded um, me about um, when our church did the 40 day stand. Do you want to share like one of the testimonies or give a gist about it? Because it kind of touches on this. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, name and no names. Um, basically, a couple, man and woman. Um, uh, the, the man, he, he, I believe he commits, he commits adultery, you know, like, like he ends up cheating on her and, um, basically, basically ends up leaving the family. And so he's there for his kids, but he, uh, he's, you know, <laughs> um, basically, uh, basically he, he leaves the house and, yeah. and he's spending time away from the house. Um, he doesn't live with her anymore. Um, he's still a believer. He is a believer though, but, but they've, they no longer live together. And so her and pops, this woman, the god woman that she is, um, she kept fighting for him. She kept, uh, she kept pursuing him. She kept being the mother that she is and just the woman that she is of God. Right. And, and long story short, now they have, um, they have, they have a whole marriage again. Um, I'm not going to say they have, their marriage is hundred percent, you know, whole, like, like it's, it's, you know, their, their marriage is the best. Nothing is ever the best or perfect. Right. Um, but something that was absolutely completely in, in just tatters in that, that was all the trust, all the love that's built up shredded. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the kids being, you know, the kids observing this, God took that and turned it back into a loving, complete, a humbling family, a man who can who saw the error of his ways, went back to this, went back to his wife, loved on, you know, and and <clears throat> that is evidence of what God can do. Yeah. That is the best scenario when something is completely in shreds, completely in tatters. Throw back to last series, mm-hmm. he redeems it. For sure. Only he could have redeemed that. Yeah. No, no, and no one else. 
There's yeah. there's no like luck. There's no there's no astrology that's gonna you know because he's a cancer he's gonna get back. That none of that none of that that, that foolishness. Honestly, um, it's 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 nothing but God. Exactly. And so that's yeah. what he intended. He yeah. intended for each for 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 the head of the household and for the big for the, for the support of the household, mm-hmm. the supporter for the, of the head of the household, man and wife. Yeah. To lean in on him. To look to him. To, for help, for guidance, for support, and so they and got redemption. They got back together, right? And so, when dude, it was. I'm sorry. I saw them this past. I saw them this past Wednesday, um, at Heaven Come, and I was just like, I was. I didn't like. My, can't talk. <laughs> um, my heart was just full. Yeah, you know, yeah. I felt like the Grinch. My my heart grew three times the size. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Like so, going off of, and here's the thing too. Like, there's even stories in the Bible. So the one that like dawned on me, and I've been like looking up just to make sure everything, but is the story of Hosea. And I think her name is Gomer, right? So Hosea was the prophet. Okay. And God tells him, Hey, you're going to marry a prostitute. And what's going to happen is this prostitute is going to leave you. She's going to, she's going to cheat on you. And what you're going to do is you're going to chase her. Every time she leaves you, she cheats on you. She does these terrible things to you. You are going to fight for her. You're going to pursue her and you're not going to stop fighting for her because how you pursue your wife is how I pursue you. Right. And so again, if there's adultery, it doesn't, it doesn't give grounds for divorce because there are so many stories of personal and we can look in scripture where through sexual morality, a marriage was broken, but the Lord redeemed it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I would think with Daniel, right. Dan, uh, David, David, David. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we see tons and there's probably more, um, but we want to make sure we're, we're, we're keep moving, but, um, a good, a great, like, a great book to read um, that focuses on redeeming love and, and specifically about, about Hosea and, and you said Gryffindor? Gomer. What? Stop. <laughs> Not, I didn't mean that. Uh, uh, who? Gomer. I apologize. Um, is redeeming love. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a book um, basically um, with the same theme as this. Mm-hmm. Um, they recently came out with a, with a movie. You guys may have heard it, but have you seen heard, it heard of it. Yeah, I did. Um, but the book is always better than the movie um, because the, the movie has – it put it threw in sex scenes for no reason. It, 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 yeah, this, it gave it, in this, to the, in the secular world, whatever. Read the book or audio book. Listen to it. Yeah. Another – do you want to – you got the next verse? Yeah. You okay. read 14 through 16? Yes. Or? And so the reason we're bringing up these verses on when the Bible talks about – obviously this, this, this is about divorce, but we want to make sure that if there's any shred of – doubt that you're having on what is divorce we're shedding light on that and we're explaining it because we read both these verses and we're confused and it took five guys calling his pat calling five their guys, pastors three pastors one phone call exactly yeah um and we had to talk about it we had to look up scripture we had to look up all these things is us that's what we're bringing it to you um yeah. but yeah if you want to read it all right uh, so where are you starting 14 okay we're okay perfect. i'll go to 17 perfect so uh, going from 1 Corinthians seven fourteen, it says, For the unbelieving husband is made holy because of his wife, and the unbelieving wife is made holy because of their husband. Otherwise, your children will be unclean, but, it is, but as it is, they are holy. But if the unbelieving partner separates, let it be so. In such cases, the brother or sister is not enslaved. God has called you to peace. For how do you know? Wife, whether you save your husband, or how do you know husband, whether you save your wife? Only let only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned him and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. So, lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. We were confused by this as well because we're like, okay, 
Well, first it's saying if the un so it's like if a man's married to a wife, the wife is not a believer and she leaves. No, so so it was it was saying uh basically if if they're if if you're with this but you're with your spouse mm-hmm. and they're an unbeliever, that's not grounds for divorce. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Um or or they stop believing or their faith wavers, which Thank which you. which sometimes happens to us. You know, that's not grounds for divorce. Fight for them. Who who's to say that she won't be the person that ends up pouring into her and bringing her back to Christ. Yes. Yeah. Um, because you don't know the future. You don't know what the future holds, yeah. right? And that goes for either spouse. Um, and and the second part says, if if the um husband, so the non-believer leaves, um, oh goodness gracious, uh, believing brother or sister is not bound in such cases. God has called you to live in peace, right? So this was kind of confusing to us because we're like, okay. You're telling us to fight, right? Yes. But then you're saying if they leave, okay, is that okay? Is that grounds for divorce? And what Tark or Pastor was explaining to us is because um, because of it's a fallen world, because of the situation, this um, we can't use the law, we can't use scripture to tie down a non-believer in this marriage because you're going to read it to them. You're saying, well, I don't believe in divorce because of this, this, and this. And the, the, the scripture does not apply to them because they're not believers. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so you cannot contain a unbeliever in a relationship based off of God's words because they don't care about God's words. The, the, yeah, they don't they yeah. don't believe you can't yeah. you can't reason with someone who doesn't believe in 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 in, in reason within context. Does that make sense? Yes. Or for yes. instance, you can't reason with the atheist with biblical facts. Exactly. Because yeah. they say they don't believe in the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But use them with science and it's like, hey, science and the Bible align. What's up? Exactly. So the the thing with this is again, let's say you're married. And let's say um, the person is a non-believer. It does not say, okay, you can get a divorce and you're good. No, fight for them. You know what I mean? That's what it's saying. It says, it says, how do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know your husband, whether you will save your wife? There, I And I wish, man, I wish I knew some stories like off dome about, about a husband being sick. Actually, you know what? Uh, never mind. I don't know one. Well, um, the, the one I shared was a great example yeah, of was. this part. For, for he sure. left the household. Yeah. Well, he was probably still a believer, but was he living a believed life? Absolutely not. Mm, yeah. um, the fact was, the wife didn't stop. The, yeah. She she brought him back. It's crazy. And so, when when it comes to when we're talking about divorce, it's a sore subject. And let's let's make sure we say this right. If you let's say maybe you, you've gotten a divorce, or you your parents have gotten a divorce, or you know someone that's gotten a divorce, God still loves them. You know what I mean. Um, and we hope we're not we're not condemning anyone. We hope we're not making anyone feel bad. But what we want to do is we want to put up these these signs. We want to tell you guys and give you the full scope. This is what he intended. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is the absolute best case. You leave here with anything, know that marriage is not meant to be broken. Mm-hmm. Okay. God hates divorce. Yep. Doesn't want it for a second, right? Um, and through any situation. You can't give me one situation where God cannot redeem something. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah, makes yeah. the impossible possible. And there's so many situations where I guarantee that wife said, it's impossible to get my husband back. But the love of the Lord went right through her and, and she brought her husband back, right? Absolutely. And now they're now they're happily they're happily married. Doesn't mean there wasn't a lot of hard work and it yeah. doesn't mean Plus that she eight. didn't have yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah. God, God redeems everything, you know. And um, it's like, you know, Leon mentioned this like I think it's season one, but there's that that um Oh goodness gracious! It, it's the Chinese, no Japanese art of breaking a vase, and then King Tatsu. King Tatsu. 
the so it's vase that's glued so back it's yeah breaking a vase and then gluing it together with, with this gold. with gold right and pretty much you take this average average vase and when you break it, it has all these jagged pieces when you put it back together and you use the gold to seal it it's more beautiful than before right the value goes up and yeah. so the thing with divorces you know and the example of homer the example of of um the court the one that Corey was saying these situations where the world just sees a broken vase god can use his love to redeem it to restore it and to make it so much more beautiful god's love is glorified in those stories because yeah. he says i love you so much i'm gonna keep fighting for you yeah that's what marriage is mm-hmm. that's what he plans on it you and, know what uh, i mean <clears throat> i want to share ephesians 5 22 to the end of the to the end of the chapter um it's Basically, this portion of the chapter is about um, a marriage like Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. Um, the church is his bride, uh, and, and Christ is, is, the, is the bridegroom, right? Bridegroom? The groom? Is the groom. No, basically, basically the, the church is the bride. Yes, God's the groom. Yeah. We're the bride. We're yeah. the bride. Church um, and so it, it just, it just bear with me. This is a lot, lot to read. Um, wives, subject yourselves to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband, um, so basically, church, subject yourself to the Lord also. This, these are perfect parallels. So anytime anytime yeah. um, he's referring to the church, wives of the church, um, and, 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 you know, vice versa. Um, for the husband is the head of the wife as church. Um, ah, okay, I'm starting over. Wives, subject yourselves to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ also is to the head of the church. He himself being the savior of the body, but as the church is subject to Christ, so also the wives ought to ought to be to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. So husbands also ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one has ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are parts of his body. And and this uh and this this verse also um references back to Genesis verse 31. For this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is great, but I am speaking with a reference to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, as for you individually, each husband is to love his own wife the same as himself, and the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. Um, a lot to unpack, a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this, if if you're like, man, well, how should I? How should I love my wife? How should I love my wife? You should love her like how Jesus loved and fought for his church, basically us. For sure. Yeah. And and he did that by giving up everything. Yeah, dying for dying for sins he didn't commit, but 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 dying so that he may sanctify us and make us blameless. Yeah, pay, fully pay that debt. Our, um, uh, just like chiming yeah. in, our our pastor. There's one time where me and Reagan got in a fight, and our our pastor. Um, she went to our pastor's wife, and she was talking about like, um, her and and her husband's like marriage, and she's like, look, every day. I have to wake up and decide to love my husband. You know what I mean? Like I have to fight for that relationship because, and that's the same way that God fights for us. You know what I mean? Like he pursues us relentlessly. Exactly. Yeah. It, but it's a choice. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's like the big thing is, is, 
as hopefully this is an encouragement that that we can show you guys um like divorce is not divorce is not god made divorce is man-made right yeah um god didn't even know the word divorce until man made well he knew it because he knows everything but you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying but um but yeah like hopefully we're we're really just like chiming in on this and and really i i'm, I'm gonna be 100 honest i'm blown away with the facts that we've learned about divorce from this episode because luckily we had tark to to give us a lot of insight on certain situations. what is that that you said the other day leon where it's like Without the, the reasons why we have pastors. Oh, Do you remember the, the quote you were saying? I think I was saying the reason why. Uh, I th- It was the reason why we have pastors is because you can open your book and it says like curse God. And then oh, you can flip it to like yeah, another page. Yeah, it's to help guide us. Yeah. Because, because, because if you were to just base it off of, of, oh yeah, let me just read the Bible today. You can flip to one verse and be like, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And you flip it again. You'll be like, curse God and die. And then you'll flip it again and be like, be fruitful and multiply. Like without pastors and using, using the Holy spirit, move through them and filling them. Mm -hmm. We have no context of what we're reading. Exactly. And so luckily we had Tark that where we were all confused. We literally stopped for what? 30 minutes. And we kind of, I think we stopped for more. Yeah. Probably like an hour. This has been our longest episode since season one, like not recording, but taking time to record. But it's also because we didn't want to give you guys a misconstrued, a misconstrued, misconstrued, misconstrued words. We, we didn't misconstrue it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we wanted to give you all the hard, cold facts. Yeah. Exactly. At the same time, it's also like because we know how, how serious and how like this topic, this is. topic is even in the Bible, and so why we owe that much of giving that to you guys too, like mm-hmm. showing exactly how serious this this is. Yeah, um, I just want to leave y'all guys with like a word of encouragement. Um, I've been through all of it, uh, all the, the ugly stuff, all the heartache. And even though there was all of it, God used it to redeem my dad's relationship with uh, the Lord. And and yes, that, that word. Um, and then also it led to me being saved because I wasn't saved at the time when my parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. So even though it might be ugly and not the the prettiest uh, time of your life, it can be used to have a great testimony later on. For yeah. sure. Um, it makes in a healthy relationship right now too. It's not man. like, you know what I mean? Yes. Boom, boom. Shout um, out. Very healthy. Shout out Lauren. I, I do want to, uh, we, we talked about, oh, wow. I think someone's sneaker like scraped the floor. Um, but uh, we talked about divorce. Um, I do I do just want to mention um, a couple other verses that references divorce, uh, but also um, references the kids who, you know, how this can affect your kids. Yeah. Um, Hebrews 13, 4, marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and the sexually, the sexually immoral. Um, Malachi two fifteen. Did y'all say that? I did the yes. two sixteen. He did the one after. Yeah. Has not has not the one God made you? You belong to Him in body and spirit. And yeah. what does the one God seek? Godly offspring. So be on your guard and do not be unfaithful to the wife or your youth. Proverbs twenty two six. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, if you train if you train your child in 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 the best way possible, meaning Meaning you, what's up? 
Keep going. Uh, if you treat your child in the best way possible, and in this scenario, it's it's God intending for a marriage to a marriage to be forever. You know, at, yeah, a man and woman be united as one forever. Um, then you your child will learn to walk in the best path possible, but also see that God is is redeeming in for every sure. in every stance in mm-hmm. every stance compared to if you train them up in a permissible in a permissible way like okay you know your mom cheated on me we we broke up um you know you know to basically you're training your child to be they look up to they look up to you and they mimic what their father does yeah. and so you you you're not training your child in the best way possible yeah i feel like it could work that, that makes better. it makes sense right so you watch what your parents do and you become yeah. like them now in nick's case right and in, in, in so many other cases just because your parents are divorced it doesn't mean that you're destined for divorce not at all right no um that whole bro i think a phrase that that someone said completely that completely irritated me was oh yeah divorce runs in my family i'm like first of all yeah. divorce isn't a divorce isn't genetics that's not something that for runs, sure all right mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah no, was, yeah. No, that was that was it. That yeah, was, yeah, I thought you were gonna keep I going. I was like, dumb. Um, All right, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I think I think that wraps a bow on it really well. And hopefully, and here's the thing too. Um, whenever y'all listen to the episodes, um, maybe on this episode, Leon, tag all of us as well. Um, if y'all have any questions on divorce or anything like that, or if you need a like, hey, I'm a child of divorce. I'm worried about my future. Talk to Nick because he's he's an amazing guy. Divorce has not slowed him down. He's a child of divorce and he's an amazing man of God. He's in a healthy relationship. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we love, we love Nick and Lauren. Just, um, <laughs> yeah. Nicky, Nicky and Lauren, you know, just because you're a child of divorce doesn't mean you're destined to destined for divorce because not at all. Yeah. God is a chain breaker. He's a way sure. maker. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah. Y'all any last notes, thoughts? All right. I'll pray us out. Yeah. Man, I love this podcast. <laughs> God, thank you for uh, this time we got to spend together in your presence and just learning more about and understanding your word and um, your heart behind it. And I just thank you for just speaking to us individually and speaking to anybody that's listening to this podcast. Um, and we thank you for this time. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Hit close us. us out. I'll close us out with potato chips. What is going on, guys? So what you are about to hear is a call that we ended up recording. It's our uh, youth pastor, not youth pastor, young adults pastor. His name is Tark. He is literally one of the wisest, smartest dudes you will ever meet in your life. And so you're going to be hearing an unedited, unfiltered version of a conversation we had. Like we said in the the recording, we had um, a lot of complications with recording this at first. We want to make sure we're giving you guys the best episode, everything that we can. um, So y'all have a better understanding of the topic, just like how we want to have that understanding. And so what you are about to hear is this phone call with us and Tark. I hope you guys enjoy. Make sure you tune in next time. Bye. Potato chips. Was, is permissible. Um, but, uh, Jesus said that Moses made allowance for divorce because of your hard hearts. What is it? I think it's the yeah, yeah. It's the verse like right before it, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So really what it is, it's, it's an issue of good, better, best, right? All things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. Okay. Um, and this is an example of that where a, you know, a man or a woman who, whose spouse committed adultery had protection under the law uh, uh, to, to, to divorce, you know, their spouse, but that was never God's heart. And so that's why it's the conversation around divorce with Jesus is so complicated because Jesus is coming to fulfill the heart of the law. He's not coming to, he's not coming to, uh, uh, abolish the law or to, uh, change it or, or overturn it or enforce it. Uh, there's many times where people are technically break the law and, and he, you know, if he was there to enforce the law, he would have stolen the woman caught in adultery. Um, so Jesus comes to reveal the heart of the father and, and, uh, fulfill the law. So he's basically saying like, you guys don't get it. Yes, this is technically right, but um, this is technically technically right. The uh, but God's value of marriage like supersedes supersedes that. So um, where you know anytime the ideal is lacking uh god's grace abounds and obviously because we have testimonies and know of people whose marriages have been restored mm-hmm. you know in the face of in the face of adultery so it, yeah it's it's like it's like is is it uh is it permissible yes is it is it the best i mean what would you rather have you know divorce as a result of adultery or God restore a marriage by his grace. Got it. Basically, uh, in this case, you can't really use the law to, uh, cause what we're getting back to is what does a person do in their life? If this happens, right? Mm-hmm. So a person in a real marriage experiences this, what is the right thing for them to do or what, what do they do? And they have protection from staying, you know, they have protection under God's law from staying in a marriage where they're constantly being cheated on. Um, but if they have the faith to seek God for uh, the restoration of their marriage, then He'll accomplish that. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is that we can't use the law or use scripture to make somebody stay with somebody. Got it. If they're in that situation, they have to, in accordance with their own faith, make the decision to stay. Got it. So that part of the law protects somebody from being taken advantage of but it doesn't communicate god's ultimate desire for a marriage yeah for sure but the only 
but the only way a person can right the only way a person can live out god's ideal or uh you know seek after the fullness of what's available to them in, in god is by faith not uh not by the law like nobody's going to begrudgingly see the supernatural just by just by keeping the law or just by keeping just by keeping principles yeah for sure yeah 